Yo. What's, What's up, up? family? family. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome <laughs> back. <laughs> Welcome back to episode number 10 of PJ's Take. Um, I have a guest today. You want to introduce yourself? What's up, family? My name is Kiana Thompson, and I'm just excited to be here. I know that when God says when two or more gathered in his name, he is here. So I'm just excited to be a vessel of God and just be on here. As I was, you know, saying before, like, you know, I was being, been, been on here, you know, but... It's months, been months, but we ain't gonna talk about it. Nah. We're gonna talk about this story day. Yep, well thank you for joining. Um so today's title is FOC. And it stands for Faith, Obedience, and Confidence. Basically, we're gonna take the story of David and Goliath and apply those three aspects to our lives. How we can um look at that story and learn from it and grow today. So basically, a little uh, background of the story, if you don't know, David was a shepherd boy. He was overlooked. Uh, he was in the fields, and the Israelites were at war with Goliath and his people, and he was very intimidated. How tall was he? He said nine foot? Yeah, Goliath was like nine, and the Bible says he was like nine foot six. Yeah. Um, so, so he was a, a, a huge person, especially like a huge tall person, especially compared to David, because he, he was still in his youth, you know, he was um, a shepherd boy. So it just took a lot of courage and faith for him to really like go out there and branch, branch off, you know, go to war. Um, and what I was thinking about, like when we, we were going to now we're going to faith, it's just like it took a lot of faith for him to you know go and go to the battle with the most minimal tools like a slingshot and pebbles like when you when you really think about it when most of the time when they went to war they have like the whole armor like they had the helmet the, sword shield you know, armor sword and you know that i mean that's just if you really think about it they just make you be like you know like he really trusted in god he didn't lean to his own you know understanding you know like i'm if i'm um to talk about the story like it was like you know they were like you know <laughs> people were just kind of like kind of joking like what do you think you're gonna do like you know like um because he was uh, a mighty warrior for for you know like the philistines so but it's just go to show you that with god you don't have to worry about like the people that are higher or more empowered than you as long as you like trust in god and you know, trusting and put on a whole armor of God, as it says, you can stand against the wiles of the enemy, so nothing can conquer you. So that's what I really thought about, like the faith part. Like he, he really had the faith to know, and he, like you said, um, Paul, he was a shepherd. Like, um, you know, that wasn't the like during that time. That wasn't like a honorary job. It was like you know, tending to them. It was messy and all this different stuff. But he was faithful over the few things. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he was um, faithful in that. He was, you know, good at that. And even with Samuel, when Samuel came, like his, you know, you know, his dad was like, you know, like, like he gave out all his sons and the, the priest was like, you, you got another one? Mm -hmm. You know, his dad didn't even think that, you know, like he was capable of it or like, you know, he was like the underdog. And that just to go to show you that. When you, you know, don't be humble and don't exalt yourself, God will, and that you don't have to worry about being overlooked because God will make room for you. So that's, that's what I really thought about that. Yeah, Jesse, he didn't think he was worth, like, sending him out there. You know, he, um, 
like like you said, like he was just the the little kid, like he was overlooked, but he had to have that faith to defeat giants. You know, that's a big feat right there. Like he had to have that faith in God, that God was with him. And he said, you know, you come to me in whatever name, but he said, you know, I come to you in the name of the Lord. And he, he stood his ground. And I feel like God equipped him because if you think about it, he had the faith and also the confidence too. Um, he had defeated the bear and the lion beforehand. So God put him to the mm -hmm. test and he stood on that, you know, with his confidence. He stood with that too. Yeah, and like when you talk about that, like I just love the fact that God will never send us to a battle unequipped. Like that's what I really love. Like, you know, the lion and the bear. Like he he gave him that confidence. He was like, Okay, you know, I killed this lion, I killed this bear. Like and I feel like that's what with us we just need to know that like God will never put us in a battle that he has not equipped us for. Everything that we go through in life is equipping us for the destiny he has set before us and for the path that he has set before him. Like just building that confidence in us you know like people just you know think like obstacles and challenges you know just are you know like a horrible and you know like oh god hurt me take me out of mm -hmm. this like i don't want to be in this anymore but if you really if you really think about it it's like god is equipping you during that time he's basically allowing you to build character he's give you know like giving you all the tools that you will you know will have to you know like deal with because he's giving it to you at a small scale so that when the big sale comes you'll be ready and it won't be like um like devil you know devastating like you said mm -hmm. like he'll build building that confidence in you so i feel like people just need to know obstacles build confidence character and resilience mm. like like wait, so wait, 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 what was the three? Say it again. Um, you know, like when I say it, <laughs> I can't remember. Like, it builds confidence, um, resilience, character and resilience. Like that's what I, you know, like, because, you know, and, and it's like, he like, okay, you trusted me with this. Now you can trust me again on this scale and this scale and this scale. And it really builds your maturity in, in him to know that like, that when you go through things, you still have a thanksgiving in your heart. You still have, you know, peace and joy in your heart when you go through things. And you, because you know that it's all, that's that's what I, you know, kept in my heart this whole time um, through, you know, not to go off topic, but like it's been two weeks since my mom passed. And what I really kept in my heart was Romans 8 and 28. All things, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. So not some things, but all things, even, you know, her, you know, get gaining her wings. Like um, it, it's all working towards my good. Like, mm. like I can't fall. I can't win. I mean, I will see her again. She's, you know, like, I just have to live a life that's pleasing and acceptable to him. Mm -hmm. So that's what I feel like people need to understand. Like all things are working together for your good. Like nothing is circum, you know, circumstantial, circumstantial. Like it's, it's not just happening randomly. Like God orchestrates it. He knows, you know, how much to, that you can bear. And he will never like, you know, overload you with that. But that's what I'm thankful that he built that character in him. For him to, you know, trust in him and to, you know, like defeat, defeat the Goliath. You so, so you yeah. think you think um, when it comes to like God building character, like when we're going through those trials, like I feel like a lot of people they don't see it as something that's like elevating them. Like they feel like mm -hmm. they're in the valley, but God, I feel like God is using like those trials and those tribulations as like stepping stones to like you know get higher and higher. 
you know. And going back to like Romans eight twenty eight, like you said, like all things, like the good and the bad. So that means the bad stuff will work like for our good too. And um Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, everything, um, like like it's nowhere, like I love in the Bible where it says like God is with you. If you make your bed in hell, he's with you. He's it's no it's no place that you can be that God is not there. You just have to lean and trust in him. And that's what you have to understand that that's a tactic of the enemy to make you feel like that your you know, your obstacles and what you go through and like you know your valleys as you were saying that you, you it's not permanent it's temporary like and if you really if you keep that positive mind frame like even in this it's working towards my good um you you will come out on top and you know like and you will come out with like grace and humility like sometimes if you really think about it god has to take some people through things because some people don't open their bible some people don't pray unless god takes them through things so i mean like if you really think about it like why would he not allow you to go through things if that's going to propel you to be closer to him i'm thankful like lord look I'm reading my Bible, like, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like, whenever you want me to, like, don't think that you have to, like, make a trial or obstacle for me to have time with you, you know, because that's what it, I mean, really think about it, like, if you're a relationship with our communication, it's, it dies, like, it, you know, like, you know, like, it, it can't, um, like, flourish, so, like, obstacles are sometimes to, you know, bring you closer, you know, closer to him for you to, you know, um, build your spiritual resume so that you can help others like you know even though it this was you know has been like a you know i would say like it's been a different time because you know you know what like growing up without i mean living life without a parent mm -hmm. you never expect that you'll have always been with your parent so just like living a life without him is unknown but like god is there like he he's i am he's everything you need him to be mm -hmm. like lean and trust in him and like all things and he will like direct your path so it's just um just to say that like god has you like he's not gonna let you fail like we are always already hebrew says we are already victorious uh -huh. like we in, in a battle we just have to go through it if you were to think about it, it's like an illusion like obstacles is just an illusion what you mean? and you have to focus on the facts like an illusion like um it's temporary it's fleeting it's not like permanent it's something that is um, like an illusion. It's like a temporary thing. Like, um, like it's not, you know, like it's it's temporary. So, like, if you really think about it like that, like, okay, you know, I could deal with this because it's not going to be permanent. What is permanent is my blessings uh. and you know my salvation with God. That's that's what was permanent. And what I um, what you lean on to. And so to talk about, yeah, like you just trust in God, like. He'll never let, leave you for, for forsake you, like, but in order to, like, for him to do, give you the discernments and to give you the peace that passes all understanding, you have to spend that time with him. You can't just think that he's going to give you peace through your storms and give you confidence if you don't dwell in him, mm. if you don't be faithful over the few things, like David. He was faithful as a shepherd, and God said, you know, and the Bible says, like, you know, those that exalt themselves, they'll be humble. But, you know, those who allow God, you know, like to remain humble will be exalted. So you have to be faithful and um, be humble and even in the little moments, because if God can't, if, if you get the big head, when God gives you little things like God give you a new car and you all on social media, mm -hmm. like, yeah, look at 
car, like, oh y'all, y'all can't, y'all can't drive. Trying to flex on people. You know what I'm saying? Like flex on people. That's not, you know, like what is you you exalted yourself, so God is not going to exalt you. Mm. But if you stay humble and you know, like, I'm blessed. I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm so thankful that God, you know, like having the 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 grace and the just you know humble. Just being humble to say thank you, God, just for allowing me to have a car. You know, I could be walking, I could be, you know, walking in the rain That's and all this different stuff. He loves that because you are giving him the glory. And when you give him the glory, then other people you're allowing other people to see his goodness. So they'd be like, Oh, okay, you serve a God like that. I want to know more about mm. But yeah. So yeah. That but that leads us to like obedience, like um the next topic. So like um when I think about like obedience like um god david was faithful like i keep on saying over like the, sh- the shepherds like he could have been like i don't want to do this uh this annoying i don't want to you know be in this sheep you know like having to clean up after them having to make protect you know protect them and all this different stuff but he was faithful and that's what god you know like david as God say, David was a man after his heart like he was faithful over a few things and that was one of the reasons why um you know, Saul, um, you know, lost, you know, his kingship because he was dis- disobedient to God mm-hmm. twice. And first, oh, you said know, twice? First instance. Huh? You say he was disobedient twice? Yeah, to God twice was the first instance was when, like, he was, you know, like, under attack against the Philistines. And he was supposed to wait on the priest um, Samuel to pray, and he prayed on his own devices. That's out of order. Like, God is a God of order. He's not a God of confusion. If you really think about it, the enemy is confusion. The enemy likes to trick you and do all the different stuff, but God is a God of order. So that was the first time that he was disobedient. And then, you know, like, we, we have a God that is merciful, that, lo- you know, like, that gives us all these different chances. Um, so he gave, you know, like, you know, another chance, and then he was disobedient again when he was, um, God, you know, like, told him to fight against the um, Amalekites, and so he was supposed to destroy everybody, like, everything, not, you know, take treasures and all the different stuff, and he was disobedient to God, and he was disobedient, and then he tried to basically, um, he tried to like put sugar on his disobedience and he was like, you know, I save, you know, these treasures and all this stuff, different stuff to sacrifice to you. And I feel like that's what some people do too. Like, I feel like they make excuses. Try, like, try to make God bless they mess. Yeah. Like, you know, okay, God, like, ooh, I don't, they don't you work know, like, like my, my sin ain't like that though. You know, like, my sin is not like that. Like, Oh God, you know, like, ooh, you know, you stole this money, but look, I'm gonna give you like ten percent. No, that's disobedient. Like, that's not that. Don't, that's not work. That's not gonna work. Mm. You have to be. God is a God. It even says it. Um, like Samuel, First Samuel 15 and 22. That's what God says. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm. Because it's you know like you can sacrifice something, but obedience is a different. It's a different. Um, it's another level because it's easy to sacrifice. You know, sacrifice. You know, oh, let me sacrifice. You know, they you should sacrifice lamb and turtle doves and all the different stuff. It's easy to do that, but it's different when you have to follow his commandments and live a life that's pleasing to him. Like, you know, like just be obedient. You know, thou shall not kill. Thou shall not commit adultery. Mm-hmm. Thou shall not do all this different stuff. Like you, it's um like like presenting your life as a little sacrifice holy and acceptable to him romans 1 and 12 if i'm not mistaken like he would rather you 
you listen to him, listen him to him, then just offer a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's you know he was disobedient in that. Then he tried to you know build a monument over the treasures that he made. Like you know, like you disobedient, you didn't you saved the king um, Agag or oh, Ammonog or something like that. But he so he saved the king of the Amalekites and he um you know, but it's, it's just disobedience. Like God cannot dwell in disobedience if you if you he can't trust you to just be like faithful over a few things why would he give you anything else mm-hmm. so due to his disobedience that's what caused him to be exiled from being the king you know like they you know um his blessings was given to to david david and that's what like how god is like if you don't obey him if you don't follow what he has you know um his word then he will he will give he will give you a blessing to somebody else mm-hmm. and make you really go over the lessons like that's what people will be like oh why am i still in this you know cycle of not having money because when god gave you money what you did with it you kept on going to, you know kept on going to um mcdonald's instead of cooking mm-hmm. or like you kept on like like you gotta be like a good steward like you buy buying outlandish stuff and not tithing and you or you like, you know, you're not a good steward with it. So why would he bless you with more? So you're going to keep, you know, in that cycle until you learn to listen to it and be obedient to him. So that's um, like, I really like enjoy um, that aspect of it. Cause it's like, we have to be obedient to him. Like how can, if he's the head of your life, if you really think about it, he's the GPS. And we are basically um, just should follow the GPS. Like if you really think about it, if you, you know, using a GPS, you turn the wrong way, it's going to keep rerouting you till you go to the path that you're supposed to go. And you're going to keep wasting time. It's going to keep adding time and time until you actually, like, go in the direction that he has set before. Mm-hmm. Because he loves us and he knows he's all-knowing. He's omnipotent. He knows everything. So why would we, I mean, we don't have all the answers. So why would we try to like take our life you know like like just to be like you know rulers of our own life when god put us breath like gave us the breath of life for a purpose like we're all here for a purpose so yeah like he can't you can't um basically like you can't like want him to bless you and not be obedient that doesn't go together. No, what do you think about no, that? No, yeah, that's that was a good word right there. No, you're right. Um, and like you said, like uh, we got to be obedient over the small things, and I think that kind of ties into. I forget the scripture, but it says, um, and everything like glorify God with everything. <clears throat> um, so like when I think about that, I think about stuff that people take for granted, like just keeping. Like it's a blessing to have a house, right? But if you're not keeping your house clean, you're not being a good steward of that blessing. Or like if you're not if you're not keeping up with your car, you know, you know what I mean? Or like keeping up with your body, like strengthening your body is a blessing. But if you're doing stuff to like hinder that, you're not being a good steward, you're not being obedient, you know, with your blessings. And I feel like a lot of us take yeah, because in order for him to use you for his kingdom work, um, you have to be a good steward over it. Just I mean, if you really just even think about that, even if, you know, in like, you know, today's society, too, if you're not, like, you can think about it in a corporation. Like, if you are not a good worker, why would they promote you to be the CEO of the company? They won't. If they, you can't even be faithful over, 
you know, just the, the little tasks, you know, that, you, you know, give you, like, if you think about it in a corporation, like, you know, the greater the role, the more the responsibility. If he can't trust you with little responsibility, why would he give you more? That's like selling you up for failure. And, you know, like, God is a God of order. Yeah, like, um, like if you can't, like, if they can't trust you to take out the trash, how are they going to trust you to manage money or something like that, you know? It's just small stuff. Yeah, if you can't, if you can't take out the trash, then how... You know, like if you can't, you know, do the the you know little tasks, then how can I, you know, trust you with a million dollars or trust you? You know, like if I can't trust you with when if when I give you a hundred dollars and you already spend it, you know, um, how can I trust you with a million dollars? You know, that's just you know that's just not gonna work. But it's and then I'm I'm just like you reward and it's obedient. It's nothing wrong with obedience. I feel like you know some people are so like um, don't you know like who don't want authority and all this different stuff, but like obedience is really to help, you know, help you too. Like when you are obedient to his word, you, you know, you, you, he can prepare you to, to, to the next level. Favor. It's not, and it's really helping you because I mean, even if you think about it in the laws today, like, um, their laws, you know, for a reason, if you, if you like run a, you know, run a stop sign, then you're going to get, you know, like you're going to get a ticket. And that's because if everybody was out here running stop signs, you know, like it could be so many different, like people getting run, ran over more car, car accidents and all this stuff. It's like, it's for our benefit. It's, it's for our benefit. And, you know, like, and you have to also understand that when you are like a child of God and you, you are a representation of him, like you, you are a representation of him. You should, you know, your life, that's what I always pray. Like, I want my life to be a reflection of him. Like, I want when people see me, they see him. Because I want God, when people see me, they be like, wow, I want to know what God, you know, I want to know what God, you know, God, she serves, you know, that, you know, she can be at peace even in, you know, like going through like, you know, you know, like death and all that different stuff in her family. She's at peace or she's blessed and all this different stuff. Like, you should when somebody see you that, that they should want to know more about God, you know, you're, you know, like God, they should, you should, you know, that you don't want when somebody see you to be like, oh, ugh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be around where you should be a light, you know, you should be a light to people. I feel so like, that, um, you know, you can bring them in to the kingdom of God. Yeah, I feel like that's how some people experience church hurt because some of the nastiest people will be in church, as crazy as that sounds. But um, I mean, but if you, but but that's that's the only thing though. Um, I feel like people should. I mean, I mean we are human, but like you know, everybody's human. Like it says, um, I'm not. When I was reading my Bible, it says like the more you get into God, the more He removes sin and unrighteousness for you from you. But if you really think about it, I'm coming to church for the Word. I don't care if Sally, Sally Lou, um, Sally, Sally May or whatever her name is, <laughs> she cuts me out. I don't care because God, like God, don't play by me. He gonna handle her. I'm here to get the word of word of God so that I have the strategies to put on the whole armor of God so I can stand against the walls of the enemy. That's what my I'm here for God. I'm here to be obedient in His will. So I don't really care about what everybody else is doing. I'm here to fulfill the purpose that He has set for me. He has planted me here. It doesn't. And then that, that's something you have to like. 
my emotions are not based upon people. People mm. can, you know, like my, my emotions are, are founded upon God. Like it's nothing that nobody can say um, that can make me upset because I know who I am. I know that I'm a child of God. I know that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made by God. So why would I care if somebody say, oh, I don't, I don't like your hair. Okay. You don't have to like it because I like it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I mean, but I feel like, you know, church heard and all that different stuff. Yeah. Like people are, you know, people shouldn't say stuff and all that different stuff. But like at the end of the day, like God is, per you know, God is perfect and all this different stuff. And I don't put my trust in people. Like mm. I put it in God. So, I mean, it, it's, I don't really care if you, you cuss me out and all this different stuff. At the end of the day, like my trust is in God and I know that he will take care of me and I don't, vengeance is his. He don't play about me. So that's you between you and God. If you do something to me, that's between you and God. But you, you know, you not, that's what the enemy want. Sometimes people like the enemy put them people in your path. Um, so that you, so that you can get upset and you get, if you were to think about it, you that's give the enemy power. That's a trap. Yeah. Like if you, you give the enemy power, when you like just basically feed into that, like, Oh, somebody cuts you out at the end of the day, like, um, Proverbs 10 and 12, hatred, storeth of strife, but love covers all sins. Like, they want you to cuss them out. Usually, like, hurt people hurt people. Like, mm. if, they, if they don't have love in their heart, they can't give it to you. And, and you shouldn't expect nobody that don't love God to treat you right. Because while, if they don't love an uh, unconditional God who loves us through everything, who gave us the breath of life, who, you know, does literally everything for us, why would they... Like you, when you are a representation of God, like mm. you just child, why would they like you? So why are you caring? Like even, even with some family members, like it's, it's sad to say, but some family members be jealous of you and it's, it's, and they're not jealous of you they're just jealous of the God in you because every, like in the Bible says every good thing about me is because of God. So yeah, like I'm not finna, um, allow you to not let me get it you know like i'm not gonna allow nobody not to allow me to get to the kingdom of god to heaven i got like my mom waiting for me at the gates like i'm not letting nothing stop me mm -hmm. from going getting to heaven and a that's lot of people, it. like bitterness you you yeah. can't go into it says if, if you if you don't like if you don't forgive god is not you know how you expect god to forgive you like seven he says how many times should i forgive this person 70 times 70 times seven Keep forgiving because God is a forgiving God. He's supposed to be a reflection of you. It says, present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to him. So that means sacrifices is sacrificing the things, some you know, the things that you want to do because you have a different calling on your life. You, you're sacrificing the things that you uh, want, want to do because um, you're taking up your cross daily. Like, you know, like Jesus was perfect. Um, he died for our sins. Like people could, you know, mm -hmm. people spit at him. People hurt him. Mm -hmm. They they nailed him to the cross and he did nothing. So why would you know? Like if he did, they did it to him. Why would you expect anything different from you? We're we're not better than Jesus. We sin mm -hmm. and we fall short. Mm -hmm. So it's it's like, I mean, if they did it to Jesus, why would they gonna do it to you? But you can't. You what? You can't. You can only dwell on what you control. You can't control other people's actions, but you can control how you respond. And what I'm going to do, you're not going to get no energy from me. That's, wh why would I give you energy? You you cussing me out? Oh, have a blessed day. Because at the end of the day, you don't, I don't have to. You don't have to occupy the same space. And what did it say? We got to be slow to anger. But, 
Yes, that's what I've been on. Oh, look, uh, first, so it's uh, first John. Wait, yeah, first John one. Wait, John one one and nineteen or something like that. Is is that because it says be slow to anger, slow to speak, and quick to listen? Um, because at the end of the day, like I said, you might be the only um, Jesus that somebody you know knows in life you know not everybody is blessed to have a family that you know is fortified in him and, and you know can give them accountability and all this stuff you might be the only jesus that somebody see so you you want to bring more people to his kingdom because you don't want to go when you go to heaven and god is like reading your worker and he's like depart from me you work over iniquity i never knew you because that person said you know i i preached in your name and i did all this different stuff but he was like when when i was hungry you didn't feed me when i was you know sick you know you didn't you know come come and help me or you know like all this different stuff because like um god like he said he he's really looking at your heart that's what i'm so thankful that People judge out of appearance, but God judges your heart. Mm, that's like, good. I'm so that's good. Bro, because he knows your thoughts. He's the only person that knows your thoughts. He, he's the only person that knows your intentions. So I don't have to worry. You know, like I used to, you know, like um, before I grown in maturity with God, I used to be like, huh, like, you know, people be like, you know, oh, you think you better than everybody. You, you know, you think you, you this, you think you that. And I'm like, I know I don't think that. But if you don't, you know, have your fort, you know, heart fortified in him to know that, you know, to know that, you know, like I'm content in God. So it's nothing that you can say to hurt me. I know that I don't think I'm better than people. And you know what? People actually say what they feel. They really mean they think you better than them. But in, in order to displace, displace the anger, that's a terminology in like uh, psychology, they displace that anger. And wait, try to wait, what does that mean? Make feel displacement of anger. Like, you know, they be angry about some something else or something else, but they try to take it out on you. It's called displacement of anger. But it's like people be saying what they really mean. Like when they say you think you better than them, they think you better than them. And they're trying to make you feel bad about it so it can like make them feel better about themselves. But like as I go back to it and you know, hurt people hurt people. You can't expect somebody that's unhealed and that doesn't have a good relationship with God to treat you any type of way. Mm. But what you can control is how you respond. And I'm not going to give the enemy any power. Oh, because me out. Oh, have a blessed day. Yeah, it's not worth it. They have a good day. It's not worth it. Well, it's, like, not worth it's not worth it. it. You got too much to lose. Like, I mean, when you got to eat, like, you, you, I mean, you don't, you never know when it's, you know, that's what really, um, you know, the, you know, like my mom, you know, passing heaven. Like, you never know when you're going to, when is your last day. So I'm not going to let somebody, I've been, you know, running for Christ and all this. Stuff. I'm not going to let somebody in this one moment stop me from, you know, getting to heaven after all the work, you know, like all the time and all the energy. It's not worth it. No. It's not no, worth it. It's not. So at the end of the day, have a, you know, I'm praying for you. I hope you have a good day. Have a blessed day. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That really made them angry before because that's not the, you know, they they want you to yell. They want you to, you know, give, like go give back what they're giving to you. You know, because that makes them feel better. Then that, they, you know, they feel like, oh, okay, now I got an audience. Now, you know, this person ain't what they say, say, you know, say they mm -hmm. are. And so you can't give people, give people that energy. Like, um, you know, that like goes into the next uh, confidence.
um, when you have come, your confidence and your trust is founded upon God, you don't really care about what people say because you know that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm, I'm made by God, and God doesn't make mistakes. That's why, you know, they're dealing with confidence and self-esteem. Like, when people be like, oh, I hate this part of myself. Like, oh, you know, you're no, you know, it's too big. You want you know, get a nose job or this and that. You say, you basically saying God made a mistake. And he, he don't make mistakes. He made you fearfully and wonderfully made. He made you. In his image. This, the way you're supposed to be to be propelled into your kingdom. Like, it's nothing wrong with you. Like, that's, you know, and. You know why people be feeling that way too? You dwelling in comparison. Stop comparing yourself to other people. God gave you a specific purpose for a specific time. So stop trying to make your purpose align with somebody else's because it will never fit. It's not. It's like a uh, like a puzzle piece. It, you know that you two missing puzzle pieces. They won't fit. Your purpose is your purpose. Their purpose is their person. You can never be them. You never will be them. They can't be you. You know and. So it can't be you. So, at the end of the day, you need to dwell in what God has set before you. You're fearfully one for me. Like, you're beautiful. Like, God doesn't make mistakes. God, you know, like, you know, he doesn't make mistakes. So, that's what I feel like people need to understand. Also, and then, nobody, and then, like, people be like, oh, this person got this, you know, they be like, oh, this person, you know, this, this has already been done. But when God has set you apart and called you to do a purpose, it don't matter if it's 10,000 lawn built businesses or 10,000 lipstick companies. Nobody had, you know, like nobody can do it like you. God, if God set you to do it, nobody can do it like you. Nobody can take your place. You don't, you don't have to worry about timing because people be like, oh, a lot, especially like, um, like, you know, in our, you know, like you 20, you know, we, we finna be 20, you know, finna be 25. 25 and a few but like you know during your 20s you feel like you have to have everything to get together you got to rush to do something i don't be in a rush because i know that what is for me is for me like nobody can take my place nobody can do it like me and when the time is right mm. god will you know will propel me into that place mm. that's good so i don't have to worry about it and then i don't worry about doors that close because sometimes God closes doors so the bigger ones can be open. We gotta be thankful for so them. So why would I be careful? Closed doors, you're right. A little door, when that little door is closed, but this huge, um, you know, um, gigantic door is open. So like, don't it, like that's don't worry. Like God got it. Just have to really have your trust and your foundation in Him. Well, yeah. Like I was just like, just reading the story of of um David. You know, like. And then, and then, you know, like, don't, like, um, when you fall short, just, just know that, you know, God sees you as long as you repent, like, David, you know, he, he was just, you know, he, he, he did, was he, yeah, he did some stuff. The difference between him and Saul was that he repented earnestly. He even made a song about it that's in Psalms. Um, with Saul, it was the cockiness and the right. not, you know, like, you know, yeah, the cockiness and not, you know, wanting to like reverence God and just repent, you know, and just, you know, be earnestly sorry about it. He wasn't sorry about what he did. He was sorry he got caught. And that's what a lot of people, you know, struggle with. But he, you know, the story of David and Beersheba, you know, he, he, he got um, Uriah, you know, that was her husband. He, you know, got him killed. You know, because he had, you know, had a, you know, adulterous affair with uh, Bathsheba and got her pregnant. 
And but he earnestly prayed and he, you know, sought sought God, you know, for his mistakes. And that's what people need to understand. God <clears throat> accepts you for where you are. He doesn't like he doesn't like, you know, like it's nothing too wrong or something that you can't come mm-hmm. from. Like it's all throughout the Bible. Moses was a murderer, David was an adulterer, like all these different different things. You can always come back from it. But you have to be honest and earnest in when and repent because like god knows your heart he hears your thoughts he knows that if you just praying because you don't want to get you know you know you don't want to get the punishment for it but like god knows you i mean like still like david still was punished like the baby him and Bathsheba had that was you know um brought upon you know died i mean he he accepted the punishment he was like he was praying and fasting you know to make it you know make that you know, like, make God be like, you know, like, God, uh, you know, I know I did this, but please forgive me. But the baby died. But it, the good thing, you know, the thing I'm like, he, when he did it, he accepted a punishment. Like, after the baby died, he stopped, you know, fasting and all that different stuff. And he went about his life because he's like, I'm going to accept this punishment because I know I was wrong. But the thing about it, I love God, and he, he redeems, like, he redeemed him. He then, him and Bathsheba went on to have Solomon, which was the wisest man in mm-hmm. the Bible. But he was, you know, like I said, the thing about him and Saul was that he, he was earnest. He was earnest in his prayer and, and he was, you know, obedient to him. And he knew he was wrong, but he wasn't trying to cover up from, from it. But yeah, that, that just, that just to show you that like God loves mm-hmm. us to just be like honest. Cause he, he, you can't lie to him. Why, you, why do you think you can lie to him and get away with it? You can't, you might as well just come to him with the real truth and you know just just to know know that but yeah i was blessed by the story of david um i always loved that um as my favorite um uh, god bless yeah, me soul, too. the um joyce joyce rogers um she was a giant slayer she always talked about um the story of um david and goliath because it's like you can slay giants you just have to have the faith to believe in God, and He will propel you and show you that you can do anything in Him. Without Him, you are nothing. But with Him, you can do all things. All things. But yeah, that, um, yeah, that that was just bless me. No, nah, that's that's facts. Like that's so good. Um, but going back to the confidence thing, I really like how Proverbs talks about both sides of it, right? So, and it really applied to me, like everyday life, like my faith and confidence. So, like I used to, like you said, comparison. Like you talked about comparison. And in the Proverbs uh, 24, they say, don't fret not because of evil men. And then they say, don't be envious of, um, you know, wicked doers. But on the other hand, they say that in the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. And then here's our place of refuge. So I think for me, when I started, like, really, like, living, like, putting God first and, like, fear mm-hmm. of the Lord, kind of like, you know, when a kid messes up, they know the parents are going to discipline him out of love that they will do better next mm-hmm. time. Kind of like that. I feel like it's like that with us and God. But when I started doing that and stopped being envious of other people, thinking like, why can I say that? Why can I wear that? Why can I do that? Why can I go to that place? You know what I mean? It really like changed my life. Yeah, that's because I'm I'm like, ah, do you want to be like, who do you want to be like? Who do you want to be? Nobody. The only person that I want to be more and more like is God because he's perfect. You know, like he's the only person that's perfect. Like, you know, I don't, you know, put my trust in men or like want to be like anybody else because my my calling is my calling. My calling is not theirs. 
So you're in like what I God gave to me is your your purpose is too great for you to you know to to want to you know take the purpose of somebody else. Your purpose is too great for you to want to take the purpose of somebody else because like I said, you are here for a purpose. And you know, like you got like when you fulfill your purpose, that's you know when God you know like takes you to heaven or whatever like that. So if you we have you know limited time time frame to do it and if you don't do it like you know he will give it to somebody else like just like the story but um you're going in some real life application yes let's go into this question yes all right so god gave me this he said if you were to put your faith in a bank and you and then you you came back and made a withdrawal what would you be able to buy so pj finn what would you be able to buy with your faith if you made a withdrawal from the uh, bank of, of glory. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, when you say that, I think about how um, God would do like exceedingly and abundantly all we can ask or think. So I feel like um, if your faith, faith is like grounded and rooted and God would like bless you like exponentially, not only what you say, but the thoughts, he bless you even more than your thoughts. And I, I was actually thinking about that earlier. Like he'll do like, Cause we can think some like crazy big wild stuff, and he said he'll do exceedingly above that. That's kind of what I think. But same question for you. Oh, okay. So yeah, like okay. So, um, I feel like, like uh, in the beginning, but you know, before you like grow, really grow spiritually in God, like I mean, you you know, like you probably won't be able to buy a snooker ball. But you know, like um, as you grow in God. Like, you learn to lean and rely on him. Like, he did this, so I'm, you know, like, I know he can do, you know, more. Like, I mean, you know, it, it gets more and more as you rely on him, then your faith grows. Um, so I'm like, like, people don't worry if your faith is like the, like, like in the Bible it says a mustard seed. Because a mustard seed grows into a humongous, and you know, like, um, a humongous thing. So as long as you allow God to plant the seed in him through his Holy Spirit, your faith will be allowed to grow and to flourish. Mm. So like, um, I, I just feel like if I was to make a draw, I feel like I'll be able to like, um, like you said, buy something that I couldn't even imagine because like my, you know, like your faith, you know, in order to grow in faith, it has to be tested. It has to be tried. Um, so just, you know, just like a seed, like it has to, you know, it grows through different temperaments. It grows through different, um, it has to develop its roots and it has to push through the soil and all the different stuff. So, you know, it, it has to be tried. So the more you're tried, the, the greater your faith will be. Mm. So also with the real life application, I think about um, what we talked about at the beginning with relationships. And I feel like um, our relationship with God, you know how some people like, it's kind of like a box, like they'll take a box off the shelf and they'll get what they need from it, and they'll put it back and leave it there. Take it back, um, take the dust off, use it, put it back. But I feel like a relationship is supposed to go both ways, like you were saying. Like, I really like. How would I feel if I'm, you know, dating somebody and I'm talking to them, and it's just me, you know, going one way and not getting anything back? Like, I wouldn't feel like welcomed or whatever in that relationship. So I feel like a relationship with God. It's supposed to be both ways, like with prayer and just like conversating and things like that. Yeah, if you really think about it, like 
when you have a relationship with God, he's supposed to be, you know, like able to trust you with things like trust you. Like, um, you know, sometimes he put in your heart, you know, go talk to this person. They need some encouragement. Cause I know like me personally, cause I know that I'm an encourager. That's what God has. One of the gifts God has given me. Sometimes he'll be like, go encourage this person. This person needs your encouragement. And like, it's just like, the relationship you confide in him he blesses you he directs you you delight in him he'll you know give you the size of your heart and when you really are embedded in him he'll give you what to desire but it's like a relationship without communication is dead mm. you know it dies it withers um but i think you know um but i'm just thankful that like his love is unconditional so like you know people who do that you know, all the different stuff like God is going to continue to take them through things until they learn to keep the box um, off the shelf, unpackage it and, you know, use it. Just think about it, like, you know, like it's, it's impossible to please God without faith. You know, that's what it says in the Bible. Like it's impossible because if you don't trust and lean on him, you know, he can't trust you with things. He can't give you more in your hands. If, if he can't give you more, you know, think about it. If he like um, bless you with two pennies and they keep falling out of your hand, he can't bless, you know, bless you with like dollar bills because then they'll fall too. Like that's just going with faith. If he can't trust, if he can't trust you to be at peace and trusting in him when you go through things and you like, as soon as you go through things, you like, you know, um, talking bad about him or like, you know, like, oh, it don't work. You know, like how, why would he trust you with anything else? Um, like if he can't trust you with, with small things, like he's not going to bless you with that. And then because your life, like it goes back, your life is a reflection, you know, like reflection of him and his kingdom. Like you can't propel, bring more people to him if you don't have the faith, um, and you don't abide in him. Cause it's like, why would I trust in a, trust in somebody that you don't trust? Mm -hmm. Like that's what people be think, you know, especially you'd be like, why would I trust somebody that you don't trust mm -hmm. in so you just have to know that your life is, you know, not your own. It's, it's a God's. It's, he, he put you on this earth for a reason. And his reason is going to be fulfilled at the end of the day. Like I say, it's a GPS. If you don't do what he wants you to do, you're going to be rerouted. Go through the same things um, until you get it right. So you don't want to be like, um, you know, like um, taking through so many different things and have a hard life because you won't mm -hmm. listen. Cause he will, he gonna make you listen if he gotta put ailments in your body if he gotta you know uh, cause people to be excommunicated out of you gonna listen and you know like every like the Bible says every knee shall bow every tongue shall confess so why not surrender now when it's you know when it's easy I don't I'm not one of the people that look uh, you don't have to take me through nothing world mm -hmm. right. you don't have to take me through nothing anything you want me to do hey I'd rather go either way than the hard uh, way for, for sure. Yeah, and it's just about time. Just spend time with him. It's it's not that it's not hard to like open your Bible. Your Bible's on your phone. Like just take, like just take five, ten, you know, ten minutes just to say, Lord, I love you. Thank you just for breathing. Lord, I'm thankful that it's not I'm not on a ventilator. Me, thousands of people died from COVID, but you protected me in my house. Like you protected me from like the the wiles of the enemy. Like it's especially like working in the hospital. You see so many people with ailments and. You see them like people like clinging to life, and you got full capability of your your limbs, and you can't say thank you, Jesus. You gotta be grateful. Like, hey. like stuff like that. I feel like people take for granted because like they've had it all their lives, so they don't even like value like how big or how important it is. 
take it for granted if you want to. He gonna definitely, you know, he is just like God give it. He can take it away. So I'm, I'm just thankful that like God allowed me to, you know, you know, like you know, um, just God allowed me to like dwell in Him at a young age. You know, um, my mom, you know, started to be, you know, sick or whatever, deal with the battles that she had to deal with. Um, at a, at a young, when I was like 13, 14, that's when, you know, um, she's, you know, that the mental illness, all the different stuff started to really come into play. And so, you know, during those moments, um, I was like, wow, you know, he really isolated me so he could propel me. Mm. Like people want anointing, but then they don't want, want, want to do what it takes to get it. Like anointing comes with like pain and sacrifice. I mean, like you can't really like expect you to be anointed while going you know going through going through how did that how did that um how did that season of isolation look for you um so it just was like um you know my mom you know the devil tried to battle with her mind or whatever like that due to her going through a domestic violence relationship and all that different stuff so you know then um so for me it was just like you know i was like god you know you know that that's the more one of the most pivotal times that you you know you feel like you a, a girl's life when they going you know through the through thirteen through um thirteen to really through your twenties and you know really throughout life you really that's the develop, developmental period where you don't really know about yourself and all the different stuff and you're just looking for reassurance. So during that time, I mean, like it was just like I um you know like I had to really mean to him because you know I felt like I didn't have anybody else. You know your dad can be there, but they can't take the place of your mom. Like, I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, guys don't emote a lot. So when you're emoting, they don't know how to respond to it. So I really had to, it really made me like go to him. Like I rely, it made me rely on him to get through it. And through that birth, like the songs that he gave me, like, uh, I never forget, like he gave me my, my, um, the song, the first song that he ever, um, um, allow me to create. Um, it was called Strong, and, and some of the lyrics is, it's making me strong. It won't take long. It's making me strong, um, or whatever like that. And it was like God just saying that, like, you're strengthened through your infirmities and through your obstacles, you're being strengthened. Like, think about somebody who goes to the gym and works out um, day by day, they get stronger. So, when and you can't, and in order to get stronger, your muscles have to rip and tear in order for them to get bigger and for you to de develop more muscle mass. So like you going through things is if you really think about it, it's making you stronger, um, spirit, you know, spiritually, um, so that you can stand against the wiser enemy. The enemy can't, um, when you go strong spiritually, he can't just attack you, you know, with things or whatever like that. Cause you can see it coming. Mm. You'd be like, Oh yeah. Oh, he did this. And he uses the same thing. Over. That's what, I mean, he can't, he can't like, you know, he can't, um, he uses the same tactic. I'm like, yeah, I don't find that suspicious that he does this every time. No, that's he, a fact. You trying to? That's uh, a fact. Uh, you don't. You don't find that suspicious. What he would do? Um, he would just, you know, uh, try to do, you know, attack my mom's mind and, you know, cause her, you know, like he would just try to attack her mind and all that different stuff. Like when, um, you know, like I was doing things more kingdom work and all that different stuff. And I was just saying, and that, and that, like when I, you know, as I matured in him, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm trusting in God. Hey, I don't care. Like I'm trusting in God. Like I know that He'll work it out. So, oh, you try, but it ain't work. So, okay, so. Um, oh, go ahead. My fault. 
No, I'm just saying, like, when you, you just learn to lean on God and, and know that no matter how, like, when Job was afflicted, he still trusted in God. Like, the enemy thought that he was going to make him, um, through his infirmities, make him, you know, renounce God and all this stuff. No, but it strengthened him. And God will never take you through something without giving you, you know, like a blessing. Like, Job lost all that, but he gave him double for his mm. trouble. His, you know, his later life was greater than what he had mm. endured. No, that's good. And that's crazy. I didn't think about that, how the enemy really um, uses the same tactics, like especially if it's something that you used to struggle with or go through or been like a, a situation. It'd be like the same. Like like you said, like having that spiritual discernment, you can tell, OK, this I'm not going to go. No, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. And what Bible verse God really like allowed me to hone into that was um luke 10 and 19 that's one of my favorite bible verses and it says behold i give unto you the power to tread on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt me so the enemy cannot hurt me i have the power of the enemy and the only way the enemy can hurt people is that that's what they don't understand the enemy can only do what you say when people and that's how people hurt themselves is they speak negativity Life when you speak death, it, right the devil can do yeah, when, they, when you speak it, then you give you you give an enemy that power over you because you spoke it out of your mouth. Words have power, and people don't understand that. You'd be like, oh, they're sick. Don't say that because then now the enemy can cause that infirmity. You have the power yeah. over the enemy. It's nothing nothing about any means. Any means can hurt I, you. I used to so um, keep that. No, wait, hold, hold that thought. But, like, I used to get headaches for years. Like, I would wake up with, like, bad headaches, but I didn't realize I was speaking that over my life for, like, so long. So that kind of goes back to what she was saying. Yeah, like your words have power. That's why you speak positivity. Every every day that I wake up, I say today will be the best day I ever had. The worst days are behind me. The best are yet to come. I, you know, and that's and that's the truth. Like I speak positivity into my life. I say thank you, God, that I'm blessed in the field, blessed in the city, blessed when I come, blessed when I go. The enemy has no power over me. I'm totally protected. And then I also pray for my family and I say, my, no, he has no power for my family. We are totally protected. We are shielded from the seen and unseen dangers. And we have a hedge of protection around us to a camp right about us. Mm. And, you know, like when you, you have to, um, like, put on, a, that's how you put on your whole armor of guard so that you can stand against the wiles of the enemy so he can't hurt mm. you. So, but, and that's why, you know, like, find it not strange. The, you know, the more you are, um, you know, the more you are anointed for God, the more the enemy is gonna to try to attack because he don't he knows that you have you know God you God is using you to bring so many people from to his kingdom. So finding not strange when he attacks it attacks you. The enemy tries to attack you because that means that you are a valued asset to the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. So when people attack you know, it's just the enemy trying to be like, Oh yeah, you you really, you really about it. You really, you know, you really uh, a vessel that your Lord is going to really use uh, when a enemy tries to attack you. But we thankful that we have a very present help. Absolutely. Um, God is a very, that's what I really love. He's a very present help. I mean, he's not a past help. He's a very present Like right now. So he's protect like. us. He, yeah, he leads us and guides us. But in order, you know. All of this, um, you know, all of these how the tactics and strategies, you have to get in your word. Like the word is like the Bible really gives you your strategies and your like um, things to like, you know, 
so the the, the enemy you that's your whole armor because you know like how will you know that how would i you know you, you have known that you have the power to enemy if you didn't if i didn't read that bible verse luke 10 and 19 how would i have known that i'm fearfully when once we made if i didn't go into that scripture um you know like how would I have no known that be that I have to be careful of nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication I shall make my request made known to God and the peace the peace of God that passes all understanding shall keep my heart and mind through Christ Jesus I won't really have known this thing this stuff if I don't spend time with God and if I don't um you know read the Bible so that's is that's the really like the, your 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 word is really like how you stand and put on your whole armor and the more time you spend with God. You know, the more you'll know how to protect yourself and not, you know, and be at peace and enjoy and all things. I feel like I, no, no, that's good. But I feel like the reason um, a lot of people don't like realize that, like that authority that they have, is because instead of like praying or reading their word, they run to social media, or they run to like a, a blog yeah, or like you know their best friend instead of running to the word, you know. Yeah, and that's what I say. Why would you trust in a man that's that's going to fail you? Why won't you put your trust in somebody that can never fail you, who loves you unconditionally, that wants your best and knows everything? Like social media will only cause you to, to dwell in comparison because it's, it's only gives you the good moments of people like it don't show people ain't gonna show you when they um in the valley. They're not gonna show you when they lights cut off and um all this different stuff. They're gonna show you on the, they're gonna show themselves on the beach. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a good, it's not a good um indication of how somebody life is, and then that's what you know when you dwell in that, you be feeling like, ooh, I need to do this. You know, it's just allow you, it's all it's allow you to to dwell in that, um, you know, confusion and and basically dwell in, dwell in comparison, and that's what the, you know enemy wants. He wants you to spend more time like that so you can waste time. Yeah, because time is flying. We can't waste it. Yeah, that's what people think. People think young people think that they, you know, like I'm young, but I mean, so many young people in our generation, they feel like you know they have all the time in the world, but you never know. Like you know, just uh, the passing of my months, heaven, you never know. Like she was only 48, so you never know when it's your time. So, so like speak. You don't have it. Speaking of that, so what would you say to encourage somebody who's going through that season of loss, like you are right now? Okay, so one thing is that God is with you always. Like, like what I do on it is Romans eight and twenty eight. As I always say, all things are working together for my good. I know that even even in that, He was working towards my good. Um, I also dwelled in. I will see her again. It's not a goodbye. It's to see you later. But that just put more me on for more fire. That I got to get to heaven to see her again. Like. She, you know, like I have to get it. You know, like I, it just dwelling in. I'm, it's not forever. It's I'll see you, see you, like see you. She's still watching. You know, like guardian angels. God has guardian. She's my guardian angel now. Like, but I, you know, in order for me to see her again, I gotta live a life that's pleasing and acceptable. God is not, but really dwelling. You will see that person again. You just have to live, commit your life to God, and live a life that's pleasing and acceptable. Him. They finish their course. They, you know, they. She struggled. She went through everything, and she still loved the God. She, 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 um, well done, you know, like, you know, like she, she endured what she had to go through. Um, I would say, um, take the time that you need, you know, like, um, I allow myself to have three to four, four business days to respond to people. Don't feel like you have to respond to people immediately because that can give you anxiety too. Just feeling like, oh, I have to, you know, I'm not, you know, feeling it right now and I have to 
um, speak, talk to them and don't, I mean, and really dwell in, um, dwell in uh, the grief, you know, like feel everything you need to feel like, um, you know, on the moments when, it, you know, after having, I was in, you know, in denial, you have different stages of it. But what I did was I made sure I listened to her voice. You know, I had a voicemail that I kept on replaying. I wrote her a letter, right. like saying the stuff that I wanted to say in my notes. Um, I also, you know, just took time for myself. I didn't feel like I had to respond to everybody and all this different stuff. And I stayed focused because I was the person that planned her funeral. Um, so I just stayed focused on the task at hand. I was like, um, dwelling on getting the things done that I need to get, to, to get done. But so if I was to say some, tell somebody, dwell in God, he will strengthen you. He's a very present help. He will encourage you. I, I listened to, um, his mute, like music, his, his like, um, gospel music that will, uh, you know, that uplift me. I really love My Help, um, uh, by Ricky Diller. Um, uh, and it says, all of my help comes from the Lord. So I really like really relied on God and I, I really allowed him to come fill me more with his um, spirit and to like to to, and to have faith to know that I'll see her again. Like you will see her again. You just have to live like this reason except just just dwelling that you will see that person again. Um, and and um, also like don't feel the need to be strong for everybody else. Take the time. Really, take the time that you need. Um, do not. Um, it's not the end. It's not the end. You know, of the story with you and that person. It's to see you later. Um, and just continue to <laughs> dwell in God's promises that He will never leave you or forsake you, and that it's all working towards your good. So even in that, um, I was like, it's working towards my good. So dwell in His Word. Um, spend spend time with Him. Allow yourself to feel the feelings that you need to feel, like, um, you know, like, feel, like, write a letter, uh, li you know, like, um, listen to their voicemails. I listen to her voicemails, look at all her pictures. And then don't feel the need to answer everybody's questions because, you know, the way that she passed was unexpected. And so me not feeling it, you know, like, you know, just, you know, having boundaries, setting those boundaries, like, hey, you know, people ask, how did you die? You know, like, I'm not ready to talk about it at this point um at another time i will discuss it with you <laughs> just having those boundaries. moments but just boundaries, that's important yeah just dwelling in that and just knowing that now i have you know a guardian angel to look um look down you know look um to look after me or whatever like that so i mean i gotta i gotta make her like uh, her life will not be you know like a legacy like i'm gonna start a nonprofit and do all these different things um, because at the end of the day, like it's all working towards my good. Now I just have somebody else in heaven that I got to meet at the mm. gate. Mm, that's good. Um, but with that being said, so do you have any final thoughts when it comes to like what we talked about, like faith, obedience, and confidence, and the story of David um, and Goliath, and like defeating giants, and like applying that, all that stuff you was talking mm -hmm. about? Like, what's your final thought? If it's my final thoughts on PJ's take is trust in God. Lean to him. Don't trust in other people because that will fail you. Trust in God and let him guide your life and you will never be, be disappointed. You will not ever be, be disappointed when you trust in God. And just know that he loves you. He, um, you know, he, he wouldn't have, you know, gave his only begotten son to die on the cross if he didn't love you. Um, and it's nothing that you can do too horrible that 
you can't be redeemed by God. He loves you just as you are. Um, I love Luke 5, 31-32, what it says, And Jesus answered, and he said, I, um, They that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. I come not to call um, the righteous but sinner to repentance. So he's here for you. He's like, you know, like, he loves you, um, you know, like, even the more you are loved, you are worthy, you are fitly and wonderfully made. Dwell in that and know that your purpose is your purpose. And God will use you to be a mighty vessel of God. You just have to be obedient to him, lean to him, and everything will mm. work out. And it's nothing too hard for him to work out or to turn around. <coughs> Trust in him and be careful about what you say because your words have power. Mm. That's it. That's all. Man, that's so good. Golly. Um, but I would say my final my take is um going back to what you said, which is one of my favorite scriptures, is Romans eight twenty eight. And that says that um all things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. So it's not for everybody, it's for those who are, who love God, who are called according to his purpose. And also the fact that he'll work everything out. The good, yes, but also the bad. Like the mess ups, the slip ups, the unexpected, the loss, you know, God will work that stuff because his timing is perfect and his ways are perfect. And man, dog, you dropped some gems. I can't wait to re listen to this. Um, amen. Yeah, that was so good. Amen, amen. But um, with that being said, um, I appreciate y'all tuning in to episode 10 entitled FOC Faith, Obedience, and Confidence. Um, you can follow my podcast page is PJS underscore take on Instagram. And with that being said, peace and bless up.